welcome to episode 27 of Book Off Banter. This week, we're going to throw it over to the listeners and ask you for questions, and we're going to try and get through as many as we can. But because we often don't actually get round to answering the questions that we get, and then I kind of lose them because they get, you know, down in the all the messages that we get, um, I'll start a folder. And then what we might do is every so often, we'll try and do quite a lot. So I'm really sorry yeah. if you didn't get a chance to do yours or if I've lost it. Um, send them back in and we're, we're going to be better with questions. So if you want to send any questions or Wank of the Week stories, um, book off banter on Instagram and Facebook and book off banter at Gmail or if you've got something a bit longer that you want to tell us. Um, we've got some absolutely amazing Wank of the Week stories coming in at the minute. They're so good. Well, now um, everyone's getting out competing and stuff again, aren't they? That's I think that's where we we all go back to prime wanker territory once yeah. you start doing competitions, don't you? So yeah, looking forward so, to these. So what have you been up to? Actually, do you know what? Y- you, so today Carla sent me a message and she said, <laughs> well, I happened to also be at the beach slash skate park, which is pretty much on the beach, but I was lugging a scooter, a fleece, <laughs> Um, diggers, a bulldozer. So I just sent her a message back like, yeah, I'm at the beach in the skate park as well. And I was sitting watching Henry fall off his scooter and nearly break his elbow. And I was like, that bitch is not at the beach with her kids. I know exactly what she's doing. I did it. So do you remember we said, didn't we, um, some things that we wanted to do. And I said, you know what? I've always wanted to ride at the beach. It's one of those things that I've never got, I've never had the chance to do. And so basically I put it out there and I said to people, look, you know, I want to do this. I want to ride at the beach. And so a friend of mine came forward and said, yeah, let's do this. Um, And yeah, we went today. Hence why. And Katie was laughing because I'm in my pajamas. She is. They're really pajamas pajamas as well. They're not. They're really old lady pajamas, aren't they? Like you can, you're like, are they pajamas? Are they not? These are pajamas, one hundred percent. Okay. Yeah, yeah. They're they're they are, and they're quite old lady-ish. And also, I need to tell you two things that have happened since I put these pajamas on. Normally, I don't see anybody, so I thought, oh, I'll have a shower, put my pajamas on. Quite frankly, I smell like testicles or something I smelt really bad so anyway I was like and then my husband who was supposed to be home messaged me and was like I can't pick Oscar up from karate you're gonna have to pick him up so I've just gone out and picked up Oscar from karate in my pajamas I'll get home to be fair really, they wear really similar nowhere. things to that for karate they, they do actually yeah but not with like checks on well not the checks but other than that you were nearly there they probably thought you were going to join it and then yeah i've also i had to turn up and pick him up in my horse box so not only was oh I, because my car's broken down so i was in my horse box wearing these pajamas and i couldn't find any shoes so i had my husband's crocs on so oh, wow. i mean i think you know there's always like a weirdo that lives in a village we've all got them and yeah. i've actually come to the conclusion that i am our village weirdo yeah <laughs> took me a while agree. to get to that and then also <laughs> you don't even live in our village <laughs> I can go off you, you know. And then, because my car is broken down, some young lads just come to the door. Um, and yeah, there's me in these rather fetching uh, checked pajamas at like seven o'clock in the evening. I was going, I was trying to explain. I was going, we've been up since half past five this morning. I'm not usually in my pajamas. I can see him thinking, all right, calm down, love. You, you do that, don't pajamas. you? Know? 
because I used I to do this thing because we're always like our house is literally the coolest house in the whole world and Ben never wants me to put the heating on because it's really expensive so when I come in at lunchtime you know when Henry's at school there's no point in having the heating for me to have a half hour lunch break so what I do is I come in the house and I put my dressing gown on top of like my clothes but then a parcel I love come, that and I'm in my dressing gown and I'm like trying to unwrap my dressing gown and go look and he's like why yeah. is this girl stripping in front of me and I'm like look at me I'm fully clothed I've been out all morning um because you feel like you have to really do you know that looks even worse though yeah, oh, I would imagine any so. sort of like pyjama type any sort of pyjama type nightwear type situation you do need to address it yeah I mean I, I've only recently created this love affair with pyjamas and dressing gowns it's quite a recent thing for me oh see no I, I wasn't about them I'd wear tracksuit bottoms perhaps or yoga pants but I will but now, now I have found the love of pyjamas and dressing gowns. Bitch, I ain't going back. Yeah. You can't, once you've, once you've found the love, you can't go back. No. Anyway, yeah, I've had a lovely day, by the way. <laughs> In my pyjamas. <laughs> and I, and I've made the boys, I made the boys their favourite dinner. And so I had a little glass of wine whilst I was seeing it. So I hope I don't fall asleep. Like I said, I have been awake since half past five this morning. And I didn't get to bed till one o'clock this morning because I was working last night. So I worked till one. Well, I worked till midnight, got to bed at one. And got up. Oh, it's been a very, very long day. So I'm in my pajamas. That's all you guys know. Dan. It's been an amazing day. Um, Vince was a bit of a melt about the actual waves. Uh, you weren't the surprised by that. The amount of times I've yeah. never landed in the he sea. Went in like this... You know, when you get them in, but then a wave breaks and they're suddenly just doing about turn and you're nearly, they didn't about turn with them. I always say that Vince is not, the lightest on on his feet turns out when a wave's coming towards him he's fucking light on his feet he can turn on a sixpence i was like you can't do that in a jump off but you can do it when a wave's coming towards you bitch so yeah it was yeah it was just lovely they're in a rather typical carla way um it wasn't without excitement uh basically we got there um and my friend does a toilet <laughs> I don't know if I should tell you guys. I'm not going to save this one for Wanker of the Week, actually. I'm going to save it for okay. Wanker of the Week. Perfect. I'm so, yeah. But also, another story happened, and we were having a good canter down the beach, and there was no, honestly, it was so empty. It was beautiful. It was just absolutely stunning. I went to Holcomb, by the way, people, if you don't realise, and it was just the most amazing, amazing experience. We were cantering down the beach, having a lovely time, and then we were having a walk back, and I thought, oh, I could see this bloke, and I thought, his trousers are really tight. I thought, no, he's not wearing any trousers. And there was this bloke walking down the breach, stark bollock naked. Oh my god! Absolutely stark bollock naked. Only you. That's exactly. Only me. <laughs> and I'm with Chessie, who's fourteen. Oh my god! And I was like, um, Chessie, that man there's not got any trousers on. <laughs> and uh, I think we'll just canter past him because you know, uh, yeah. To be fair to him, he did turn away when he saw us. He obviously didn't want us to see the little dangly bits. But yeah, only us. Only us could that happen to. Uh, so well, I've also I've done loads of stuff, actually. I've been really busy. I went to a cross-country clinic last Sunday, which Who was great. Was, really good. The one that you usually train with? Tina Ur. No, Tina Ur at uh, Ely Eventing Centre. Okay. So was she it good? is... It was amazing. Basically, Tina, if she doesn't know something about cross-country... It's not worth knowing. She does a lot of training. She's a course builder um, as well and runs this big eventing centre, one of the biggest event centres in our region. 
she used to terrify me for years and everyone kept saying you should have a lesson with Tina and I was like I can't do that she's too <laughs> fucking scary and I and I, I actually like grew some balls and went and did it and actually she she's a bit she doesn't take no shit but she's a brilliant brilliant instructor and she's a very simple instructor which always worked for me yeah and I went to a semi sort of competition oh my goodness how did it accident. go um Vince was a bit of an arsehole actually <laughs> so um, yeah so it was it was all a bit weird because I was working the night shift and I've I was at work and I was still at work and a friend messaged me and went Carla um you're down to compete at this training day in your dress I was just in 10 minutes I was like I'm, I'm just with the night shift I'm still at work so I made some like mental phone calls and found out that if I finished work basically got Vince in from the field and went to uh, Ely, I could still do the cross-country and show jumping. So that's what I did. So I jumped, uh, he jumped a clear show jumping, and then we jumped this cross-country, and yeah, he was a bit of an arsehole. So had you forgotten that you'd entered? No, I'd had a conversation with uh, someone about it, and they said, oh, do you want a spot? And I went, yeah, 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 and forgot that I'd had that conversation. Ah, okay. (laughs) That's very random. Yeah. Yeah. This is my life, you know, naked and walking down a beach, forgetting that you've had a conversation about entering a competition. Um, yeah, it was all, yeah, it's all, it's all good. But yeah, so he jumped sort of like the first three and he was like looking at everything else. He's like, oh, what's going on over there? Oh, it's a jump. He's yeah. being a bit of a dick. And then we got to four, which was a ditch, which he must have jumped about 12 times before. And he just went, I don't think I'm going to go near that today, mum, actually. And I was like, no, we are. He's like, nah, I just, we'll just go. Anyway, because it was a training event, we could go around it. So I was like, do you know what? I just haven't got this. I'd, I'd worked a 13 yeah. hour night the night before. And I was like, I haven't got it in me to have this battle with you. So uh, we went around it and uh, jumped, jumped a couple of small offences Because you could um, jump small offences as well if you wanted. So I jumped a couple of small offences getting back up to the bridal. He then was back on it, you know really really good what you need to do because you know he always jumps out his field you need to start digging ditches around his field and one of two things will happen you'll either keep him in his field or he'll be ditch proof this is a hundred percent right i think it's genius i don't i don't know i hadn't thought that before (laughs) okay i'm gonna i'm gonna go and get a mini digger this weekend i'm gonna build to be fair after he did this thing at this fence four he jumped three more ditches he just thought well yeah just maybe we just won't look at this one today and one of them was even worse than the one that he they're so frustrating like when they do things like that you just he he was just he was just being an arsehole yeah and you know that that's nature of horses particularly him and yeah, yeah. it doesn't matter it wasn't a real competition it was just a training event so what about you what um well, Katie Pony has been sold. So this means that somebody survived coming to the yard while Henry was present and riding. Oh and she got her vetted. So it means that the vet, it was the same vet, and Henry was also present. And I was honestly just thinking, please, please don't tell the vet that you think he isn't skillful. Please. I don't think I've prayed as much oh my God. as I prayed this week. Like when the lady came to try it, I was like, no speaking from you at all. Lucky Ben was there to kind of deflect him. <laughs> um, 
I mean, to be fair, this, this lovely woman did have to cope with like, because I was still on a horse because she was early. She was in the barn just trying to get to know the pony and say hello. And Henry was full tilt driving a pedal tractor just up and down the barn. She was like, oh, well, at least she's bomb proof. <laughs> so, I mean, it's <laughs> professional. It's done you a favour. Yeah. Well, actually, she also has a six-year-old. And oh. it made me laugh because, um, her, you know, when you, when you listen to someone else who's got a child of similar age and you think, oh, it's not just mine. Because she said, yeah, yeah, yeah. Is your daughter excited about her coming? And she said, she's really excited, but she wants to change her name to either Rainbow Dash or Tracy. <laughs> Tracy! <laughs> and I was like, oh my God, a horse called they're Tracy. Really That's opposite a- ends of the spectrum, aren't they? Like, yeah. Rainbow Dash or Tracy are her two choices. Tracy! So this woman I love who's that buying name, Katie, I absolutely, I love this woman who's buying Katie. Like she is just perfect for it. And so we've been messaging quite a bit and I keep sending her messages and calling the horse Tracy. And she's like, will you stop doing that? Cause it's going <laughs> to stick. Oh my God. Tracy. Yeah. So Has Tracy, anyone got a horse called Tracy? I've never heard of a horse called Tracy before. Well, Tracy Has- passed the vet. And oh. it's going to a lovely was it, was new home. Was the vet, uh, what was it he, Henry said that time? That he, was he wasn't good, skillful. That Alex, was the vet skillful this time? Well, I mean, I think Henry said he watched out the window and <sighs> he made you cant it around for a really long time again. And I said, well, I know, that's, that's kind of a crack. <laughs> like, <sighs> everything's like, and I did have to say to him, Sorry, how did that inconvenience you? <laughs> like, that's the thing with Henry, is he treats everything like it's a major inconvenience. And I'm like, but it, it had no impact on you whatsoever. Like, what are you whinging about? <laughs> God's sake, child. So then the next bit of news that came after Katie Pony was, I said to Ben, I oh, think I, I know this. I think I know what this is. I know what this is. Come on, tell us. <laughs> I said, I think I'm probably going to have a little bit of time nowhere. off. Um, I think I'll probably have a little bit of time off, you know, and then I might look for one. I think I'll do one this winter and then I'll wait until next year. But then I saw a really, really nice done cop. <laughs> And I've talked about it before. And we all know that. You, yeah, you all love your tans, don't you? Yeah, and I've always wanted to done show Cobb. And so I bought him. And, and he's just, he's gorgeous. And so then I was like, okay, well, that's me done. That's me done. You know, I've got my one. I'll keep him for a good while, probably. I'll produce him slowly. Like, that'll be great. He's not broken yet or anything. So slow. So yeah. slow, it'll probably be here in three years' time. I'm thinking Possibly that's the sort before. of speed because you don't want to rush him. Yeah, yeah, you don't <laughs> want to rush him. And also, you know what, you know, you know, these people, they're hearing about Henry and, like, you know, they don't want to come and try him. You know, he's got, well, I think, a good five years. Yeah. A good five years, you know. You know you'll get more safe. money from him in the long run. Exactly. More money from him in the long run. So I bought him, and then I saw this black cob, which isn't probably typically what I would go for. But this cob was jumping cross country like a machine. And I said to but also there's a video of it on the road and you could like put your granny on it. You know, it's just like do 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 along the road. Mm-hmm. I said to Ben, oh I like him. I said I think a lot of people would like him. And he said, yeah, I do like him actually. He said, go on the messenger. 
But the woman never got back to me. And I messaged her about four times and she never got back to me. So I was like, okay, that's fine. And then I saw a really, really nice Connemara who I absolutely... What's going on here? I know. You like a pony, don't you? Fell in love with this Connemara. Showed Ben the video and he said, yeah, I really like that as well. Um, It's just, it's got a really nice head on it. So I agreed to buy that. And then didn't the woman with the black cob come back? And I said to Ben, oh, that woman's come back. You know, that's no good. And he said, well, just get it as well. So they've got three coming. So yeah, that's, that's what I've done. So can I just get something straight here? Your husband, <laughs> can we just go to the perfect Ben? Perfect poodle. <laughs> okay. In the history of men married to horse women, has there ever, ever, ever been a man before has just said to the wife, go on, just buy the horse? To be fair, when I look at them for myself, he's like, scroll on by, like, forget it. Okay, we, we, need, to, uh, we need to address a situation here, which is the done show cob. I know. Because you ain't fooling anyone with that, Kate. <laughs> you ain't fooling anyone. So, I think that is so me, that Dunshaw <laughs> I saw it. It came up as a picture. Right? It came up as a picture. I didn't even see who it was. I thought, Kate's bought a new pony. I, straight away, because I just remember how much she's gone on about this Dunshaw cop. And I thought, oh, she's got a new horse. Honestly, so, that one, I just saw I think, it. I think, oh. basically, what, yeah, I think I the, what the poodle is doing here is he he knows secretly deep down <laughs> that Dunkov is going nowhere and that you're gonna like like you say you're gonna produce up very slowly. Um so he knows who's just like well, 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 we need to claw something back here. Yeah. So I know that cob's got not that's staying. So I think yeah maybe it's a little bit of damage limitation. He's like, oh we'll get two more. Yeah I think maybe that was it's that was all gonna score. work out fine. Um I think <laughs> so I mean the the Dunkov so the the Cremello and the um, black one. Has, it got, has the Dunkob got a name yet? No, none of them. So has the Dunkob got well, a name actually yet? Actually, the black one has. I think so. They've, whoa, 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 whoa. None of them have got names, guys. This is what we need to do. We're putting it out to you. No one called, no, none of them are allowed to be called Tracy, obviously, because there's going to only be one Tracy. Well, I started to think, I wasn't actually going to talk about this. This podcast is going to go on forever, I can tell. Um, but so Luna, I named Luna. Katie came, obviously, because I was never going to call it Katie. Katie came with her name, but I gave Luna her name. Mm. And they're both from Harry Potter. There's a Katie and there's a Luna in Harry mm. Potter. So then I was like to Ben, this is, I mean, honest to God, this is one of the moments where even I sympathized with Ben. So Ben was actually doing work on his phone <laughs> in bed. And I said to him, um, just totally out of the blue, absolutely random out of the blue, I said, do you think that we should stick with Harry Potter theme? And he was like, sorry, what? I said, for the horses. <laughs> we stick with the Harry Potter theme. And he was like, what, what are you talking about? And I said, for the horses' names, Ben. Like, shall we stick with the theme? And he said, yeah, if you want. So I said, okay, think of some. And he was like, well, I'm Expecto. Expectro. Expectro. Well, I had all kinds... So poor Ben, who was trying to work. And I was like, think of some now then, Ben. Think of some now. And he was like, <laughs> right, okay. And he literally just closed his book. And so we went, honestly, ran, ran, ran for the, for the done one we started with. And then I came to 
snitch because obviously golden snitch oh and I was like oh my god snitch so I said to Ben snitch because it's golden and he said I really like that but I think he said I really like that because he was suicidal at this point yeah because um, it was he wanted to go to bed exactly. and go to sleep yeah and then I said oh that's never gonna work snitch and he said why I said snitches get stitches and he said what are you talking about now I said in prison <laughs> snitches get stitches Ben and he was just like oh please just let, like, call it what you want just I can't take this anymore like so that was the discussion with that so I has it got a name yet I've got a name that I quite like for the Dern. I actually got a name I quite like for both Obvs. of them. Um, so the black cob, he's called Tommy, but um, that's in Harry Potter. There's Tom, isn't there? So I thought well, that that would be okay. Or what I really wanted Tom to Riddle. do, Tom was, Riddle, yeah, yeah, was call him Hagrid because he's really hairy. But then I might I might hog him, so I'll have to decide when he comes if he'll be Hagrid or not. The Dern one, I quite like Lord for Lord Voldemort. Mm. and obviously it's important he has a name that I really like because he's never leaving um <laughs> <laughs> it's taken what how long five minutes for you to admit that <laughs> um and for the Cremello, I quite like um I liked Lumos Ben didn't and I liked Hedwig I'm with Ben. I'm. I don't. I don't know if I like either of those. If I'm honest. Okay, we'll work on. Send me in suggestions for the poems. Yeah, names. ideally, ideally from Harry Potter. Yeah. But yeah, I love this. I love the small ponies. There's more ponies going down there. I, I love it. You're worse than me. I so what, really what does do that like take them. your yard count up to? Um, I've got three. When they all arrive. I've got three. Henry's got two, and there'll be three to produce. So eight. Okay. <laughs> Too many. You've horses. got three. You've got three. You've got four. <laughs> you've got yourself a dun- you've got yourself a dun- show <laughs> Oh no. So I like, to I've been, right, so I <laughs> so I've been like I've been really busy. I've been to the beach, I've been across country, I've done this, and you're like, oh I bought three horses. <laughs> oh thanks, love. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Too shiny, me. Oh. She as well. I, I had the best lesson I think I've ever had on oh. yesterday. I don't know what happened, but when Carla came, I said, Carla, something's happened to me. And I feel Is it your ears? My ears? Yes. Oh, my God. <laughs> I thought you meant my ears for a second, and I was like, my ears? What about... How- we had forgotten to mention those, and... They was that a bit so of a surprise? Amazing. Oh my God, actually. And for a second, I nearly had that as my wanker of the week. Um, this podcast is one of oh. those where we're just going to go off on tangents, I can tell. People are going to so, like, what the fuck's going on? Yeah. <laughs> so I got this parcel <laughs> and I opened it. And my friend is like amazing. And she'll often send me just little treats randomly. Yeah. Um, and I'll do that for her. So I got this and I didn't think that was something that she probably would have got for me. So I, I said to Ben, oh, you've got me a present. Oh, that is so kind and thoughtful. And Ben was like, I didn't get you a present, Katie. And I was like, oh. Oh, it was Carla, I think. <laughs> so Ben was just like, yeah. Oh. They were amazing. So explain what they are. Explain what so Carla sent know. me some, like a fly veil with left 
and write up the back of them, which is honestly, because it's not even a joke. It's genuinely. And I, I had this conversation with trainer Carla because I, if she gives me like instructions to work on for the week, I will always have to ring her at least once to go back over them. And I think it's because I struggle so badly. So if she'll say like, look, I want you this week to really hold your outside rein, support that, sh- sorry, your left rein, really support that shoulder, keep all your left rein or fl- keep them flexed right with I will immediately forget that because I, it doesn't make sense in my head. Left and right just do not make sense in my head. So to have it written literally right on eye level <laughs> is like, the way forward for me and then someone else tagged us in something didn't they and they had put like i think breathe um left right yeah. and something else and i was like oh that's too much for me yeah yeah that Keep was a lot of, that was me. it was fantastic but it was a, it was a lot of instructions so um for guys that don't know these um came from a company called team equestrian shop they can print anything basically she is uh, catherine that runs it is an absolute superstar and we'll print anything so if you've got some ears that you think and you want to send a little present to somebody they make a great present and you can put little messages on each one i think some people have got things like um sit up hold on yeah. <laughs> heels down kick on that sort of thing so you can put little messages so as you're riding you see these messages so you can see your left and right and uh, she actually did say to me she said do you want a pair for do you want a pair for you do you want a pair that say go on on them and I went I would but Vince is such a melt he actually won't wear ears he wears them and he absolutely flips out so I can see something I can see something and he like someone's on my head I don't know who's on my head but I feel like someone's on my head just send them to Katie so she made these beautiful brilliant ears and they're nice quality ones too aren't yeah, they yeah and, and she sent um, me a nice little note and said that she hoped that they helped me <laughs> <laughs> and yeah so just put it out there guys if any of you and she does sweatshirts t-shirts um we're, we're working together on a phone holder at the moment um she we're doing face masks together she can print literally you you contact her and say can you print me this and she will come back to you and she's really reasonable so yeah, if you're thinking of a little present for somebody or hoodies or whatever, get yourself there because Katie loved hers. I absolutely you loved love it, didn't mine. you? Yeah, I love mine. Oh, are you taking them to your show? Because you're off to a show, aren't you? I am. I'm going to um, to Western Lawns. I thought I was going this week, but I got it wrong. It's next week. Is it next? Yes, it is next oh. week. Um, well, no, because mine have to wear mufflers. Oh. Uh. Um. But actually, do you know when I need them the most is in lessons. Yeah. Because it's yeah. when she shouts, right rain, right rain, other right rain, other right rain. <laughs> <laughs> or like, turn left. No, that's right. I mean, I, I, yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's actually when I need them the most is my lessons. But um, yeah, I absolutely love them. But no, I, I had a really good lesson and I don't know what's happened. But some, I feel like something just clicked before that, like maybe about half, oh, yeah, about four days ago. Um, and all the things that Carla's been trying to tell me, I felt like, you know, when it suddenly just falls into place. So when she came, I said, yeah, I think I, I can do this. I think I understand. And she was like, well, it's about time because we've been going at this for quite a long time now. And I was like, no, no, I think I can do it. But I don't want to say too much just in case I don't do it. But when I, yeah. I rode Belfast, she was like, Jesus Christ. I 
think you're actually getting it. Thank God you're actually getting it. So that was amazing. Because, you know, I feel like lockdown's been really shit. But then equally, I feel like that it's made a difference. Or, like, I haven't mm-hmm. even had jumping lessons. It's all been flat work lessons on my canter. Mm. But it feels like it's actually done something. And I'm so excited. Like, I feel really oh happy so yeah that was my news we've got we've gone like we're never gonna get these people's questions answered we're gonna have to blitz through them we're gonna go fast well yeah this is really positive from us though isn't it what a great what a great sort of roundup start we're being really positive so we're gonna keep it rolling apart from my fence being an arsehole yeah let's go we're gonna um we're gonna go into your questions we're gonna try and be fast okay so First question is from Little Bambi Eyes on Instagram. She says, Laurie versus trailer. What are your thoughts? Laurie. Yeah. Laurie. Every day. So um, I have, I just have a little three and a half ton Laurie, which is the absolute tits. And I love two bits. I mean, buying this lorry and I, I i actually still see the people i bought it from occasion i go to buying this lorry is the best thing i've ever done in my life which kind of is a little bit dramatic in one way and also not dramatic because it really is just a, i mean obviously it's it's just an absolute dream to drive and i don't have a living in it because it's just a little three and a half ton but i don't know i just like the fact that i'm in the same vehicle as a horse yeah. Does that sound stupid? No. But I can't, I couldn't, I, I, I nearly went down the trailer route, but it wasn't for me. Um, there's lots of advantages for a trailer, but it wasn't for me. Yeah, I mean, I can 100% see loads and loads of advantages. And I think probably if Henry did Pony Club and, you know, because we have to have a big lorry because our horses are huge yeah. and we take three. Maybe I would get a trailer to just run him like locally. But for me, I think the massive thing, obviously, other than the fact that my horses are enormous, is I just feel like it'd be a, a more smooth ride for the like the real long journeys that mine do. Mm. Um, and obviously, we stay away in it as well. So for us, it's kind of a complete no-brainer. And we have had a trailer in the past, but I do I wouldn't. That's not, if I had a choice, I would go for a three and a half ton over trailer. But obviously I know that this, it's expensive sometimes, but yeah, that's. Yeah. I think that, you know, there's, like you say, there's advantages and disadvantages of everything. But for me, the advantages of where I'm at, at the moment with the horses, horse I take out, which I've only got one that I need to take out. The amount of, the amount of times I do stay away, for me, it worked out every way I did it, every calculation I tried, the three and a half time route was the best route for me. Yeah. That's not the same for everybody. Um, and like I say, a friend of mine, you can see, you see these trailers around at the moment and I for Williams do a brilliant one. Um, and as do Equitrek, they've got a bit of living in them. And yeah. that was the route I was sort of looking down. I was thinking, oh, should I go down that route? So there's lots of different ways. So don't think, uh, one of the things that people, people always think with the trailer is it is just the trailer that contains the horse there's so many different types now there's these ones where you can have the horse's herringbone there's ones where you can have cat lockers in them there's ones that you can have a bit of living so there's loads of different styles and ways i think the only Um, thing is it's like for the bigger the nicer trailers like the ones you're talking about with the living and it's like the cars so expensive the cars you need to pull them yeah like in that's true actually yeah so mm. I f- like for that's us so that would true. never probably be an option um yeah you 
like to get so a flash trailer and a flash car. I don't think I would ever. Yeah. If I was on a budget, I would get a trailer. If that was, if that was not go to a show or, or go in a trailer, 100%, I would go in a trailer. But I don't think I would ever. 100%. And, and, and I, a I flash don't, trailer and a flash car. No, I, I certainly, like, you know, you see people tra- with a trailer and a car. And I certainly don't think, oh, look at them in their trailer, trailer trash or anything like that. Because I just think, do you know what? They have their reasons for doing that. And yeah. there, what, there, are so, there are so many advantages to having a trailer. But for me, I've been to the beach. I don't know if I've mentioned, but I've been to the beach <laughs> today. And we all just sort of like jumped in and we went, I, I, when I say we jumped in, no, we didn't actually. Uh, it was like the most complicated game of Jenga to get two children and two dogs in this tiny cab in this three and a half. Like Rupert, you're in that footwell. <laughs> Isaac had to sit with his knees up. Oscar had to sit with Nora on his lap. She kept farting. Uh, you know, it, it, the only person that was actually comfortable the whole way <laughs> was Vince. <laughs> so but that, and that's all that matters. So, you know, whereas if we'd been in a trailer with a, a, a double cab pickup or something like that, you know, the dogs could have been in the boo. It, we could have been a lot more comfortable. But I love my lorry so much. And I'd never, ever, ever going to get rid of it. So that's where we go. Okay, the next one. Mare or gelding from Holly M. Maxwell on Instagram. Oh. I You like a mare, don't you? Um I've done I've mare? done both. I went I used to be completely gelding, so I wouldn't have a mare. Uh, um and then I kinda had I had both and then I went back and I had a full stable of mares. And we then just kind of thought, oh well, we'll not bring a gelding because it'll upset the apple cart. And then I've kind of gone probably back. And I'm kind of just, I don't really care. And there's definitely a difference. Like yeah. 100% you know it's the difference. And I'm not even a massive believer in that whole, you know, like a mare would lay down its life for you if you find the right mm. one and all of that. I'm not a big, I don't think that. What I find the difference is with a mare, you probably need to have a fight with them. That's with most of the mares. I've had like a, almost like a bit of a showdown where they're like, are you going to be, gaffer here or am I going to be and if you lose that I think with a mare you lose a lot of respect from them and you've then got to really try and Mm. win that back I think with mares probably respect is a massive thing and they're just I find they're a little bit more like even though they're really loving they just often have like a resting bitch face with a gelding I think they're sometimes just a bit more like wet you know, a bit more dramatic and like, oh, I couldn't do that. But I, to me, like a good horse is a good horse. It would not for one second. Mm. If I saw a horse I liked, not for one second would I go, I'm not going because it's a... Oh, yeah. It's a mare. It's a girl. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I dominantly have geldings. Obviously, I do have one little ancient mare. Um, and she is quite a typical mare in terms of like everything's on her terms. She doesn't like a cuddle. She doesn't like this. So yeah, I hope what you say. I do agree with what you say. But like you, I, I, I'm in, I'm indifferent with regards to that. I see the advantages and disadvantages of both of them. But yeah, a good like you say, a good horse, a good horse doesn't matter, does it? Our next one is from Han Victoria One Two Three on Instagram, and that is our five competition must-haves. So mine are treats, mm-hmm. pancake has herbal treats and the others have mints um i always have loads of those um silent ears as we've discussed i think 
a lot of my horses definitely benefit from just not hearing the noise. Like Pancake in particular is quite noise sensitive. And Belinda kind of, she's actually, she just gets distracted. So I think with Belinda, the less, you know, you can have a distracted, the better. So I really like those. Blinkers, you know, the leather blinkers, again, for exactly mm. the same reason, the more focused they are on the job, I think the better. Obviously not all, like, so Pan wears just ears, Manny wears just blinkers, and Belinda wears both. A massive one for me in any sort of like chillier weather is an exercise rug. I cannot abide seeing horses stood cold or even like they've got out the lorry, they've stood, they've had the tack put on, they're walking around for ages. They're not, they're not warming up. They're cooling down. They're fully clipped mm. in the middle of winter. Like that drives me insane. So mine wear exercise rugs until they're cantering. And then if they're waiting for the class, they have that put back on. And my last one is a really random and kind of just applicable for me, probably. I, whenever we're going to stayaways, I have to take loads of antihistamines for the two boys because we've had, I think, three shows where Pancake once and Manny twice, if it's different haylage or something different, they'll just start to throw up a rash. Um, And if we've got the antihistamines then, we can give them them it's fine but when they were at Aintree and it wasn't they were at somewhere and one of them missed the last day jumping because the rash had got so bad so I just think that because you know they're being subjected to loads of new things for my boys it seems to have a massive impact on them none of my other horses ever bothered but they're wet geldings yeah if it was a mare it'd be fine it'd be like yeah come on bring it on bitch um mine how many how many do I have to do five five okay for me competing my sense of humor because basically it's uh, kind of essential that so if yeah a sense of humor i would say at the moment my eco gold pads um i've got dressage and cross-country ones and these are just the absolute bomb when it comes to a pad to go into a saddle because i'm an eventer i wear an air jacket and i'm my husband is quite adamant i'm not allowed to go cross-country without my air jacket i know there's Have you ever got a bit and then forgotten to unhook it. No. That's amazing. No, never, never. I feel like I would. I feel like you would too, actually, if I think. <laughs> I think that you would too, actually, if I'm honest with you. To be honest with you, I think we'd have to start a GoFund. If you start wearing an air jacket, we'd have to start a GoFundMe for new canisters <laughs> for you. So, <laughs> I can't, it, it, that is a fact. That is, sorry, that's an absolute fact of life. Um, what other things do I need? I just need a, I'm I'm just going to go straight to it and just say, when I get home, I need a bloody big gin or a bloody big glass of wine. It, whatever, even if I've done brilliant, if I've done shit, just have a nice drink. 100%. And I, I'm just going to finish with those. Perfect. I think I've already done four. I don't care. I'm a rebel. I'm a rebel. <laughs> um, okay, our next one. And honestly, I feel like this girl knew that I just wanted to talk about my amazing lesson because... She asked for ideas to improve the canter quality. And considering that we've spent literally the entire lockdown trying to improve canter quality, I was like, oh, well, I can just talk about all the things that we've been doing. So this is from Kate Rakowski on Facebook. So you're going to wish you hadn't asked me. Straightness is the first one. Like, are they actually straight? Because mine were all fairly straight, but... Then when they were going around corners, I was slightly losing the shoulder. 
So we've worked on that. If you get someone on the ground to watch you, um, I think you would be amazed at how sometimes when it feels really straight, it actually isn't. One of the things that um, my instructor makes me do is he often makes me work on the three-quarter line. So if you're working in an arena a lot of the time, um, you're getting full straightness. Now, my horses, I don't have this problem because I school in a field a lot of time. But he says a lot of time you get a lot of people and because they school around the edge of the arena, the arena fence creates their outside leg and so it holds them in, if you will. So it stops you. So a good test of your straightness is to work on your three-quarter lines. That's and if you could hold point. them all straight on that. I hadn't even thought about yeah. saying that because... I'm not allowed to canter. Well, I'm not allowed to ride on the track because, for exactly that reason. Yeah. Yeah. Because so, it, create, it, it creates a false straightness. Yeah. So test yourself, guys. Anyway, sorry to interrupt you. Um, we do squares um, mm. with some of them. Um, so that's rather than making a circle and kind of flowing around the corners, we'll actually do a dead square, which will really set them back. Say with Katie, when she was learning to try and control the canter and put her a little bit more on her hocks, we would maybe do like three circles of circuits of squares and then she would go back to being allowed to do normal canter. And then if it started to run on, we'd, we'd go back to the squares. What we've done with Pancake to improve his is we've had um, Cavaletti, three bounce Cavaletti, quite short. They're probably on maybe three and a half if not a little bit shorter strides so or a much shorter than your usual four stride that's made the biggest difference ever to him that's just poles and cavaletti are just so underestimated yeah. i think and i think people particularly with jumping they're so keen to jump all the time and i will uh poles are just fantastic you know another one that you can do which really really helps to um help the adjustability of your canter because having it improving the canter can be improved so much by basically being able to dictate how you want the canter to be so a great one to do is to set up uh two poles uh on a distance so you can set it up on perhaps a five stride distance and then you can work on different distances through it so the first couple of times go through on a five then come in really collected on a six then you can push through on a four and so making them listen and be adjustable through just two poles on the ground is a really really great exercise yeah as well. and then i do quite a lot of traver and shoulder four in canter again it, it makes sure that they're not blocking you that they're actually listening to your aids you can put them where you want them you can correct any straightness issues and then probably my last one so these are all the things that we've done with mine uh, while we've been off is that Carla will often say to me, is it in front of the leg? And I'm always like, yes, it's in front of mm. the leg. But actually, they're not. And that's probably been something that's really been really important, especially on Belinda, who's a little bit lazy. So like, you know, when you make a 10 meter circle or when you make a change of direction, does that canter die a little bit? Because if it does, she says, how are you going to turn to an oxer with when you're yeah. dying when you go around a corner make sure the canter is up in front of the leg and if it's not do something about it and um, you shouldn't be having to constantly say keep your canter keep your canter that's their job mm. um yeah so you'll wish you hadn't asked but i've enjoyed that thoroughly yeah all about <laughs> my lockdown homework oh you've worked hard you've worked hard why shouldn't you so our next one is from mucky mummy on instagram 
and she wanted she she had two good questions i thought so i've i've put them both in she said first one is what is your weekly routine so i ride four to five times a week depending on which horse it is i school and when i say i school that means either pools or cavaletti um so i school once or twice a week i flat them which is what most people would probably call schooling flat them once or twice a week i always hack them once a week usually they're just walking up hills on the roads with the exception of probably belinda who does quite a bit of canter work because she's um lazy and they might jump once a week probably once a fortnight is about more what they would do what about you kind of a wing and a prayer around these guy places obviously because of my shifts it, I, I i can't be quite as structured as most people would like i aim to ride six days a week because he has to be five to six than mine yeah yeah I, I aim to do five to six days a week um i do which is quite unusual for me i do loads and loads and loads and loads of hacking okay um i don't have an arena I, but I do school in my fields, but also I'm a real huge fan of straight lines with horses. I think that it keeps horses sounder. And also for him, he's a fat bastard at the end of the day. So he needs to do, he needs to do uh, sort of straighter work. And if I was to work him on circles that hard, it would just break him. So mm. I do a lot of uh, a straight line work to keep him sounder. I don't think I've ever really properly sat down and worked out how much I do of one thing but similar to you I don't jump a lot I jump once a week to once every 10 days similar to you yeah. um if I'm at the start of a season that might go to two times a week because I might incorporate a cross-country lesson or something in it yeah um and I probably do flat work and when I say flat work I probably trot like three 20 meter circles and go yeah that's enough and then I go because I'm shit at flat work and I hate it. So, you know, for an event, I'm actually quite crap at that. So I don't sit down and work out. You're very, I know you're quite organized like that, but I'm not. I think I'm like, <laughs> I'm just anal, aren't I? I'm like, I get neurotic yeah, about yeah. everything. Uh, maybe I should be more anal about stuff, but at the moment it works okay for us. And yeah, I try and have a lesson once a week and that'll usually be a jumping lesson or something. Um, and if I can sort that out, then that's great. So I think as well, though, because you've just got Vince, so you probably don't need to be structured. Whereas for me, like, so I've yeah. got a big whiteboard where their fortnight, what they've done, yeah, written down. Because otherwise, what I would find was say, like, Belinda would do a lot of cantering in the field because I like doing that. Yeah, Manny would do a lot of hacking because I like that. You know, so it's like I would really focus on just with each horse what I liked, and then I would think, when was the last yeah, time I what, schooled yeah, that what, one? Yeah, best on them. Yeah, so that's why yeah. I kind of have to write it down so I can actually kind of hold myself accountable to doing the things that I don't really like to do. Yeah. The other thing... I hate it. <laughs> the only thing I don't like about that is because for me, obviously, I, for me, it's very, very much a hobby. Yeah. So I, I think if I was to start going, I need to do this day, this day, this day, it would stop feeling quite so much as my relaxation and it starts to feel more like a job again for me <clears throat> and I don't want that. So I... I'm lucky, like you say, I've got the one horse, so I can go a little bit more seat of the pants kind of way. But yeah, I definitely I see like a massive plus in the way that you do it because Ben says I've said this before. Ben says I turn everything into a job, and like for all I don't, so I won't do the week ahead 
you know what I mean? Like, yeah. Mm. For that reason, if I'm in a bad mood, for instance, I'm not going to go in the arena on money. No way. Yeah. I'm going to go for a hack. No. But then I would think, all right, well, I hacked that day. So the next day I then know I can't hack. I have to do something else. Um, yeah. And I have to kind of work it with like childcare and all that sort of stuff. So yeah. like hacking takes longer. So, you know, I, I have to kind of work that in. So, but it definitely stops it being as much of a hobby and as much mm. fun. But then I don't know if that's just my nature that I just spoil everything. And it. <laughs> <laughs> I don't say you spoil it, but. You are a little bit more organised and a bit more Monica than I am. So, you know, it's not a bad thing. It's, I think it's good in some ways, but I think it definitely takes the fun out in some ways. not always fun, though. It's not even fun sometimes when you're doing it just for on a wing and a brag, and sometimes it still goes to shit. But, yeah, I don't, it's, there's different ways, but I'm most definitely a much more, oh, what do I feel like doing today, as opposed to I should really be, for an event, I'm, but don't, don't take what I do as being correct, for God's sake, because for <laughs> oh, an event, that's a really, probably, probably quite a really, really bad idea, but yeah. Okay, um, so she also asked if, and we've been asked this definitely before by a couple of people, but I, you know, when you think, oh, we should do that, but then yeah. I lost the messages. So um, top yard and tack items. Um, so I had four that I could think of. My first one is okay. a corn broom. I mean, she's just changed my life. I just love it. Yeah. It's nice if you've got nice concrete that you can sweep. But I've got like just like this patch of like stones outside my stables. Oh, I can't yeah. sweep it. I, I love, honestly, I, I, I just feel such a sense of satisfaction. So basically, I got really excited about corn broom because I never had a corn broom. And I used to kind of look at people quite suspiciously when they had corn brooms. But then when we went, I think it was... <laughs> I, I they witches. Post and... I went, I think it was to Aintree and all the pros had corn brooms. And I was like to Ben, this is no good. I've got to get me a corn broom. Look. Yeah, you are. exactly. Yeah. I mean, I don't have the horses they've got. I don't have the lorries. I don't have the tack, but I could have the same brush. I mean, I could have commit bloody to the sweet same brush. brush. Yeah. So I bought this brush basically just because I didn't want to be the only one without a corn broom because I'm just a sheep, clearly. But oh my God, it's like the best brush ever. So that's my number one. My number two is... Pro light pads, you know, that you can put the shims in. I mm. absolutely love those because I just think, you know, when something's lost a little bit of weight or, you know, gained a bit of muscle or whatever, I just think they're really useful because it can just kind of tide you over while you're getting things sorted. I absolutely love, Ben absolutely hates uh, new shoe bits. So he actually happened to walk in the tack room the other day and he looked at the like all the bridles hanging up. And he said, how many of your horses have got new shoes in? And I said, um, pretty much everything. And he said, mm. okay, so that's all your horses, including the dealing, like the, including Katie, um, are in new shoes. They've all got two bridles. Have you got some in the spare bit box? And I was like, maybe. <laughs> and he said, oh my God how much have you spent on bits? And I was like, oh, a lot of them are secondhand. Lot, lots of them are secondhand, Ben. Bargains. You can pick them up for nothing. But a lot, like I won't waste my money on bits. But honestly, I am an absolute sucker for, you know, the turtle top ones. I adore them. And they've made a massive difference to loads of the, of the horses that we've had. So 
that's unfortunately for Ben, that's one of my go-tos. And my last one is, it's a new thing. I've, I can't remember. I put a picture on somewhere. I can't remember where of pancake in the new bridal that I bought for him with all the sheepskin. And I'll be honest. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I saw that. I didn't get a branded one. I got the cheapest one I could find from eBay. So it was 50 pounds and it was new. So it's not, you know, the best quality or anything. And it was a bit bad because it's a bit of a rip off of someone else's design, but I didn't know that it would work for him. And I've bought things like Nicklums and stuff before, and they've made absolutely naff all difference. And we're out like a load of money. This thing has definitely mm. made a difference to the point where Carla got on him and she said, what's the difference in him? She was like, is it this bridal? And I said, well, it must be because nothing else has really changed. And she's like, yeah, yeah. So much softer. Like he's a lot happier in his head because he used to flick his head like quite a lot. So it's just, it's like a rip of the ivy sheepskin one. It was just like, <clears throat> like I say, it was really cheap, and, but it's made a massive difference to Pam. So they're my go-to. Amazing. So, yard or tack? Yard or tack? Either. Is that just yard? Oh, okay. I mix my So, mind. contrary to you, pad-wise, for me, it has to be what's, they're called a VIP. They're not the cheapest, but they are, they are not also, we need to move away. They're not a gel pad. So I knew of what the, they were made from before, because obviously we, we use it in the hospitals. And this is, it's a polymer. It's absolutely amazing. And uh, it, number one, they don't affect the saddle fit. So That's whereas good. yours was something with shims, this is something, and it's got this amazing um, shock absorbency. And also it doesn't, there's some gel pads that can be, have problems with physios complain a bit. If they say they can tell horses that use gel pads because it, there's something to do with the muscle fascia because the gel okay. pad actually sticks and it creates this problem. This doesn't happen with these. So anyway, these VIPs, I absolutely adore. I rave about them to everybody. And everyone that I've lent mine to uses them and likes them. So I'm really interested in that because, so I, I love the pro lights because, you know, like if the horses need, if I'm not happy yeah. with the fit on a saddle, but pancake saddle fits in perfectly. But we find that he, he really is unhappy without some sort of a pad. So I've yeah. been using a gel pad on him because he doesn't need anything with any thickness but he just doesn't like yeah. he's sitting directly on his back and he's much tenser across his back. So that sounds like mm. that would be really good for him. Yeah, you should have a look at those. Have a look at them because they are absolutely Ben won't thank you nice. for this. The poodle's going to be furious. No, I know. Vince, similar, it's very, very similar to Pancake, which is Vince doesn't, his saddle fits. He doesn't actually need something. I just like, I prefer the shock absorbency and yeah. I really, really rate them. They're amazing. They do, you should have a look at their website and have a look at their Facebook they do this brilliant thing where they uh, put these ginger nut biscuits in the VIP pad and then drive over it and then open the pad out afterwards and these biscuits are absolutely fine. Oh it's a, a really interesting uh, thing that they do. So have a look at those. So the VIP pad. What else do I want in my yard? Oh, I know. It's a, So I'm going to go from one extreme from the other to the other. So I've just given you a very expensive pad to put into your saddle and now i'm going to go for something which i absolutely adore they're builder's sacks oh, and i can't do that you know the ton builder's sacks yeah yeah they're the best I, I cannot do without them because basically they are so they hold a huge amount 
And if you have to take hay to a field or whatever, you can just drag them across the mud. Yeah. And they just sort of skim across the mud. And in fact, the muddier, the better. They're absolutely yeah. brilliant. So if you can get hold, and they're brilliant for everything. You can um, poo pick into them. You can do so much with them. So if you can get your hands on those, get a ha- load of those, they're brilliant. So another thing which uh, I was really luckily sent uh, by a company called um, KM Elite. And they did this really sweet thing at the start of lockdown, which is um, they obviously followed me and they saw that I work in the NHS. So they sent me a lovely basket of goodies to say, you know, thanks for everything you're doing and, you know, keep going. And it was the really sweetest thing. Really, really sweet. And as part of it, they sent me this four kilogram bag of their ultimate treats. And quite frankly, they shouldn't be called the ultimate treat. They should be called crack for horses because every single one of my horses adore them and they're full of like loads of good stuff omega oils and coconut oil and stuff like that and um i don't know if you've ever seen vince's videos but he can sometimes be he has to live in a head collar because he can be a bit tricky to catch and but he's not anymore because if he if i've got these treats he literally walks over to me they are i swear to god they're like uh, i know they're the, the horses love them so I think they're about a ten or a bag. So they're my tips. I'll have to try them on pancake because that's actually my yeah. part of my wanker of the week uh, this week. So I'm not going to spoil the story, but yeah, pancakes fussy. Okay, so you I won't be with these. That's how you know. I'm going to have to get him some horse crack. Jesus, pancakes expensive. I have to get him a VIP pad horse crack. This <laughs> <Honestly. laughs> they are like crack. Honestly, mine. When I go into my my little tack rooms at the side. And when I rustle, and they hear the bag rustling, I, I just hear this. I sometimes do it just for shits and giggles. I, I rustle the bag and they all go, because they all think they've got a treat coming. I go, ah, it makes me laugh. It. So anyway, that was, my impre- that was my impression of a horse whinnying, by the way. A bit like my Australian accent. All right, so we are going to move on to Wanker of the Week. Thank you so much for all your questions and we'll do this again. We'll answer the rest. We'll try and answer the rest of them. Okay, so my wanker of the week is, as I've just talked about, pancakes are really fussy eater. And actually, when I first got him, he wouldn't eat apples. And so Ben caught me one day dicing apples really, really tiny and mixing it through his feed. And he said, what are you doing? And I said, well, he doesn't like apples. And Ben was like, so why are you making it impossible to eat his feed without eating apples? And I said, what's that? He should like apples. He needs to just try <laughs> and give it a chance. Let the, poor guy, let the poor guy just not eat an apple. So he's given up and he does eat apples now. Oh, just give him a carrot. No, he eats them both. He's, he's learned. Oh. But mints, he won't eat those. Like if I try and accidentally, you know, if I forget, because the others love them. And if I, he literally looks at me like I'm trying to kill him off. So Pancake has herbal treats and that's, how, that's fine. But then, I don't know if you ever watched the, like, at home with Carl Hester and stuff. And he always gives his horses a sugar cube before they start to work. Because he said, like, it helps them, like, loosens their jaw. Mm. um, So anyway, I used to do that. And then I must have run out of sugar cubes and forgotten. So that was the end of that. But then I read this post by, I think it was Lissa Green. And she was talking about sugar cubes. And I thought, oh, I should do that again. Because pancake especially, he can be a little bit, like, tight. So I thought, I'll get some sugar cubes. So we got some sugar cubes, fed them to the others. They loved them and they were all frothy and nice. Came to giving them to Pancake and he was like, I'm not having that. That looks really suspicious. So then I was so, (laughs) 
I'm actually ashamed telling this story. You know, sometimes when you look at yourself and you just go, what the fuck? So I was so adamant that if anybody needed a sugar cube, it was pancake to relax him. So I tried to pull his lip and ram the sugar cube up his cheek so that he could realize he did like the sugar yeah, he he would he would I I kind of get where you're going from. He would have enjoyed it once he just exactly. he'd just be like, yeah, yeah. He would have enjoyed it once he'd gone there. But Pancake, who's quite neurotic at the best of times, just was like freaking out and was terrified. And I was like, just give it a chance, just. And then I had to stop and just think, okay, any relaxation that you are going to achieve in his jaw. <laughs> be completely counteracted by the fact fucking traumatized that pancake literally does not know what the fuck you are doing to him and is honestly questioning whether he is safe with you now so and then i just kind of had to shake my head and go yeah that was a dick move katie kind of think yeah poor pancake (laughs) i don't want the sugar cube you're having the bloody sugar cube carl hester uses them you're having the sugar cube this all that stops us from being like the legro and charlotte is this sugar cube just a fucking sugar cube that you won't eat (laughs) dickhead i might mention it to vince so mine i'm really sorry if you guys oh this is really embarrassing i'm just gonna put it out there i'm just gonna do it so obviously this morning I got up very early. I was working late last night, didn't have very much sleep. I was really, really tired. And I thought, do you know what I need? I need a nice, strong coffee. So I had a really strong coffee before we set off. And I get to where we're going. I got to where we were meeting my friends. And obviously I've got a little three and a half ton lorry. I don't have any living. And they've got a lovely Oakley. Um, that's got a nice bathroom and everything in it. So we get there and I'm absolutely bursting for a wee. And I said, can I use your toilet, please? I just, I just need a wee. And she was like, yeah, yeah, of course you can. So I went in. I'm so nervous as to where okay, this is going. It, it, was, it was a surprise poo. It was a surprise <laughs> poo. I didn't know it was happening. Before I sat down, I had no inclination I wanted a poo. I sat down. I needed a poo. And in an oakley. a poop came. In an oakley, my friend's oakley. I had a poo. I couldn't stop it, okay? I was committed. So anyway, I had the poo. I pressed the button to make the poo flush away. It wouldn't flush. <gasps> oh, God. Oh, my God. I'm kind of getting a bit hot even just telling this story. So I had to go outside to my friend and say, look, I'm really sorry. <gasps> I've done a poo. I've done a poo in your toilet. I can't get it to flush. Oh my god, I'm sweating. I'm so sweating even telling the story. Why am I even telling people that I did this? So of course, I mean, luckily. So she was like, "Oh, it's okay. Um, it will just be the valve." So um, she had to like. So I went in and I tried to move this valve. I couldn't get the valve to open. So in the end, we had to open the door. So. I'd done a poo and like, I'm human. They don't smell that good. I couldn't get this valve to open. We had to open the doors. She had to stand outside and guide me through opening this valve so I could wash this poo away. Um, yeah. Aww. So I did a, it was a surprise poo. I didn't, I, I swear down guys, if I'd known, I would have rather gone behind a tree than use my friend's Oakley toilet to do that. 
it, yeah, it came from nowhere. Really you need to, and <laughs> as my husband said about this sort of thing, um, you always shit on shore. So there's a rule with horse. I did not know this because I've never had a horse box with the toilet. Horse boxes, boats, if you're ever on those, even though they have a bathroom, you don't ever poo in them. It's You wait until you can get to a toilet where you can poo in it. Cause well, Henry, Henry poos in ours <laughs> all the time, let me tell you. You can guarantee <laughs> as soon as we're set off, Henry says, I need a poo. And I'm like, oh, for the love of Christ. Every damn... It's probably this is the worst of it now. My friend's husband has got to now clean that toilet, hasn't he? Yeah. With, with the surprise pooing. But that blue stuff makes it all, like, be okay. It was quite a large one. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. I thought, honestly, I thought I'd blocked it for ages. I surprise poo and I think I've blocked your toilet she's like oh no because I thought you were just having a wee I haven't turned the valves what the fuck so I had to oh anyway so Henry me and Henry high five to Henry (laughs) pooing pooing on the horse box pooing on the horse box gang my fella bro over there oh Oh my god I was really embarrassed my bowels they they betrayed me I think it was the excitement very bad moment it was the excitement of the beach, wasn't it? it was all too much. <laughs> I'm the strong coffee to keep myself awake. You should have just said to it, it's, it's the beach, it's the, the excitement. I, I didn't know it was coming and then <laughs> here it is. <laughs> I literally didn't. <laughs> so that's the last time you're allowed to hear Oakley. I will say, like, if I ever say to her, I, I can I just have a way she's going to go oh the toilet's broken I'm sorry you can't go in there um, because <laughs> oh my god like oh why okay. would why why yours is bad but I actually think that oh here we go has beaten it which I mean it's going to take some doing okay so this is that's going to take some doing I have to say <laughs> Uh, let me just see if she wants me to keep me anonymous. No, she doesn't say. I would. I probably would have wanted to be anonymous, but she's brave. Um, okay, so this is from the 900 Facebook Pony. This was a long time oh, ago. Oh, this w- I love this girl. I love this girl. Um, oh, she's brilliant on Instagram, Facebook. Oh, I love this girl. Yeah, go. This was a long time ago now. So the physical and emotional scars have healed enough to where I can actually talk about it. Now it's funny. Then it most certainly was not. See, what had happened was I was riding this little sail pony on a hack around the neighborhood where I lived at the time. She was very calm and easy, so I was just holding my reins on the buckle with one hand and talking to my friend, not really paying much attention. Right around the farthest point from home, just before we turned around to head back, the pony stumbled, pulling the reins out of my hands. In that split second, she also managed to put a foot through the reins, so I immediately went to jump off to sort them out. However, in my haste to jump off the horse, I must have gotten a little bit jumbled up because the stirrup leather and iron managed to get caught between my legs as I was on the way down. So I slid down the stirrup leather like a fireman down a pole. And when I hit the stirrup, (laughs) boom. I know. Honest to God, I read this. I echo when I screamed then. And I was like, 
Shit. Just, that has made, that's just, that has made me cross my legs. I know. It made, like, it actually was one of those where it makes you wince. So she said, I got punched right in the lady bits with a chunk of metal. All of my weight came down on that stirrup. So you can imagine it was quite the (laughs) It definitely, (laughs) it definitely registered in my mind as an ow. But I was preoccupied with getting the reins sorted. <laughs> I then quickly jumped back on the pony. As we started... I was, I was preoccupied. She's, just, she's basically just nutted herself in the van. She's always preoccupied by my broken reins. Girl, she's hardcore. Like, oh my God. So then she said, anyway, as we turned around on. to start riding back, the pain started to register more. Finally, I peeked down at my crotch and I saw blood, a lot of blood, coming through my pants and starting to pool on my saddle. I have to, at this point, I did worry about the saddle, which is wrong, but I did. Yeah, Um, yeah. She, so we trotted quickly home. I pulled the tack off the pony and ran inside to the bathroom. What I found was so horrific that I am not even sure I can describe it. It was like I had been crotch punched by Edward Scissorhands. Oh my God. Does it, did it look like a punch lasagna? She said, <laughs> if you've ever seen what happens to a boxer when they get punched really hard directly in the lips, well, that's exactly what happened. <laughs> oh my god she said oh to be honest that's a mental picture i don't want love <laughs> oh it's graphic Ooh. you understand i feel that's really really clear yeah. at getting the message across she's 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 got away with words i'll give her that she's got away with words she's very descriptive she should write something i don't know what but not yeah oh my god she said There were bleeding cuts and bruising so bad that it was literally already dark purple. It took almost a week to heal enough to where I could shower or pee without howling in pain. Honestly, that might have been the exact moment when I swore off childbirth forever. That was more painful than any bone I have ever broken. But you can bet that I learned my lesson. And these days, I make sure that I am very clear of the stirrup, leather and iron before I dismount, even if I'm in a hurry, because nobody wants a busted vagina. You they don't. I'm not no, going to disagree no with you No one there. wants a busted vagina. We can, I, think, I think we should maybe have that on T-shirts. <laughs> Nobody wants a busted vagina. And who, I'm if we you, walked around like, with a T-shirt that said, no one wants a busted vagina, who is going to disagree with that T-shirt? No one is going to argue with that. No one. It's not going to be like Black, Black Lives Matter when everyone's giving it all their interpretation. No one wants a busted vagina. People be coming up to you. People come up to you go, fist bumping you i'm with you girlfriend i don't want a busted vagina either <laughs> like oh my god that story is to be fair it, it took me places i didn't really want to go if i'm honest with you i, I wonder how long it was before she got back on a horse oh she's Cause... a horse rider she got on the next day oh i'm in agony but I'm, i need to ride because he needs to have his schooling session this week <laughs> it's on the whiteboard i'd go i'd go through a lot <laughs> But if my fairy was in tatters, I don't know if I could sit on a saddle. There'd be a lot of rising trot. Yeah. Yeah. 
tell us when did you start riding again oh. we, need to, we need to we're we're quite emotionally invested into this yeah we are we're probably going to need more details i mean not no no more no, details no no, no no we don't need any more details. no more details that was definitely the wrong word no more details just we need we're curious <laughs> to know did you have to sit on frozen peas do you know the other thing that I, just popped into my head is the fact that there was probably a moment as she was sliding down the stirrup leather she thought this is a really good way to dismount i should do <laughs> <Whee! laughs> why do people <laughs> not do this all the time and then uh, then I slam see. like oh <laughs> that's why <laughs> it was she like thought, when was, she was... said she started to slide down you know for a second you're kind of like where's this going but then even like as i was reading it, i was like it can go well she's gonna hit the stirrup <laughs> like, this isn't gonna end well oh my god it's like something out of a horror film that you could probably write that as a, that would be like a horse owner's horror film that yeah, that would isn't yeah. it I mean, people need to try it. and top that because that is an injury. No, but, no. But can we just reiterate? We don't want anyone to hurt their vaginas. No, don't try and top it. Like, tell us if you have. <laughs> we don't. Yeah. We don't want anyone sliding down anything that you're not supposed to be sliding down. <laughs> don't be like bashing yourself in the bits just to try and win one of our rosettes. Because I mean, they are very sparkly. No. though. they are nice. They are. Definitely... It's a great rosette. You have your well, what, was, what was the line on the t- What sorry? What was the line that we want on the t-shirt again? I forgot. Nobody needs busted. Nobody needs a busted vagina. Yeah. I mean, it's a nice rosette, but nobody needs a busted vagina. No, they don't. But, but I mean, you will get fr- sparkly frilly. <laughs> I'm thinking of the stories nobody here, needs Carla. Nobody a busted vagina. <laughs> We have quite a lot of vaginal stories, don't we? Ew. We had the girl with the, the thong. Lace. Well, the lace knickers. Yeah. Oh, the shavings. Yeah. You and your electric fence. Oh, my God, yeah. Oh, oh yes. That was bad. I wonder, in terms of pain, no, because that was just a momentary pain. I didn't. Like there should be like a sliding scale of pain. I mean, mine was a good nine out of ten. Christ knows what. But yeah. Oh, oh, oh. about fourteen, I reckon. (laughs) Also, just sitting in the saddle and then looking down and just seeing blood, like pouring out pictures. Oh, you have a rosette and our sympathies. I don't, I don't know quite how I feel now, if I'm honest. I think I need to lie down. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was harrowing. <laughs> well, I, I mean, I did think that blocking my friend's toilet with a massive poo. Not just a toilet. In her an oakley. oakley toilet. Oakley toilet. It's like the Marks and Spencer had... This is not just a I know. toilet. This is an Oakley toilet. I kind of thought... I kind of thought I had it in the bag and then we had basically... <laughs> it would have been better in a bag. <laughs> and then basically Next she time. came along with her badge and beat me. She... So, yeah. Oh, oh. <laughs> well, you deserve, she deserves it. She 100% deserves... All right, so I think we're going to have to leave it there. I mean, what can we do? What I'm going to have to go. I'm... <laughs> <laughs> so that's all we've got time oh, for. Thank- this week but we will talk to you next time bye bye